Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Change After 40 podcast. I am your host, Aimeesha Graham. And today's topic is Black Girl Magic Talk. We have a special guest that will be with us today. And we'll be discussing how we can just continue to encourage each other um, when the next person is winning and you may not be winning at that moment. We need to just continue to congratulate each other throughout the process and just be there, be that support for each other. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and please share this podcast. All right. Thank you for coming on to the Change After 40 podcast. I am your host, Aimeesha Graham. And today's special guest, welcome back, Miss Beryl J. I'm so excited to have you with us today. I apologize for being in my car. You know. Girl, thank you. Okay. All right. All right. But um, I'm so excited about this topic today, Black Girl Magic topic. And I know a lot of people are like, Black Girl Magic, but it's so many um african-american women is out there just just like doing some some awesome and marvelous things that we just don't talk about or we don't acknowledge each other for doing awesome work or just motivating others to to do what they are called to do no absolutely okay do you have any any um input on that Oh, uh, yeah, uh, more than ever, we're not our mothers, and we are working where we want to work. We're wearing our hair, how we want to wear our hair. We're naming our children what we want to name them. We're living in places that we want to live in. We are choosing, we're opting out of marriage, or we are staying in marriage, or we're doing marriage differently. We're just so different, and I was having a conversation with my mom and I was complaining about, you know, my life and my, my money is not what I want to be. I'm not living in the place that I want to live. And then she reminded me that you have to understand I went eight years without a baby and I prayed for you and I lost, you know, she lost two children at birth. And then I prayed for you. And she said, I was jealous for eight years of other mothers. I prayed for you. Your time is coming. And I'm like, Whoa. you know, so it's a different type of magic. So mm-hmm. her magic may, may have been resilience and going to work and working 40 years and being consistent. But my magic may be that I'm having a conversation with you, a person that I've never met in person, that no. we're joined <laughs> together by, but we're joined together by our passion. That's mm-hmm. magical. That's yes. magical. Mm-hmm. And we embrace each other. And we, you know, like you said, we don't know each other for never met you and it's just like okay how do we cross each other's path but only god knows <clears throat> and i support you you support me and we're both doing the same thing and going trying to get to the next level and i appreciate that but you know a lot of people i hear a lot of people say well other women won't do that because they'll be afraid that so she's going to get ahead of you or 
But at the end of the day, we're all trying to get to the same place. We all have the same drive to, to a certain extent. But, you know, you do what you do. I do what I do. And it may be the same exact thing, but guess what? My audience is totally different than your audience. But you, your your podcast may give me what I need for that week, and I may give you what you need for that moment, you know? So we got to learn to embrace each other, motivate each other, just like congratulate each other, period. Just congratulate each other. And it's just so many awesome women, African-American women that's just like really doing it, like, rocking it and they don't get the acknowledgement you know people don't want to cheer each other on and it's just like come on well it's a poverty mindset it's also a poverty mindset so mm-hmm. every time I get somebody new that wants to start a business or every time I'm going to somebody like you should make that a business they're all like it's too many people doing that mm-hmm. or uh I don't want nobody talking about me and I'm like you're stupid and let me tell you why how mm-hmm. many nail shops are there Yes. How many oil change places are there? (laughs) How many places are selling chicken wings in Atlanta? Mm -hmm. And they do it their way. And the reason why people come to their shop is they want to experience them. The the most important thing you said is about our audience. I have a different audience. And Mm -hmm. when I used to work in theater, I learned that everybody has an audience. I literally Mm -hmm. watched in 24 hours the theater have a ballet. Same building. The next day was Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. And then the next day was a graduation. Mm-hmm. And it was full. It was packed. And all three had th- uh, three different uh, price points, too. Mm-hmm. The ballet was like $120. Rick Ross was probably about $50. And the graduation, I think, was free. Same building. Yeah. And that's just like you. You wear different hats. Your mother, your sister, your daughter. You're, you're, you're somebody... You're someone different to someone, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't like for us to, and I know, I know, I don't want anybody to think, oh, she just, no, we don't, we don't congratulate each other. We don't, we don't want the next, we don't want to see sister so-and-so get to the top before I do. We don't. And I don't. Well, let's unpack just, that. What is the top? What is get to the top? Where is the top? Is it Oprah level? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Is it famous? Is it skinny? Is it, what is the top? Yeah, that's a good question. What is the top? I guess that depends on the individual. But, you know, for me, exactly. it's just, for me, I just want to be, you know, successful in an in impact in, the, in a way that if when I leave this earth or I leave a room, people talk positive things about me I will you know I will leave uh, uh energy or or you know to make someone do better want to do better encourage others and like I support everybody I know I post people stuff on my Facebook page or my social media because I want people to get out there I want and, and behind people doing certain things you don't know what they're really going through emotionally physically so you know by you supporting them or um or reposting their posts that make it make someone feel like oh, okay wow she really does care or you know just that little repost can really do a difference in somebody's life or even just say go mm-hmm. girl you got this you know 
keep moving. You may you may not have no sales this week. You may not have the stuff next week, but just keep going because it's it's going to happen. And you keep trusting and believing and asking God for it. It's going to it's going to happen. It's just not in your in, in that time. Right, and that's super important that you know that you're called to encourage. Um, that you're called to speak life into people, but you also got to make sure that you do not pour that oil, that good oil into broken cisterns. You got to make sure that- Oh my you know, God. That... We were just talking about that this morning on my accountability call. That's why I be saying sometimes when I talk to you or inbox you, it's like you be confirmation with a lot of conversation. We just talked about that on our accountability call. You got to be very careful who you pour your good energy and good soil in because it can really, you know what I'm saying, come back on you. But that, I guess that's, I don't, I don't know. I guess that's like when you just, you just ask God, please, whoever this person is, let it be for the good, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, and sometimes, well, the, you know, Bible talks about uh, seeds, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you threw the seeds out, but some of the seeds fell on stony ground. Some of the seeds mm-hmm. fell between the thorns. Some of the seeds, it, it uh, reaped too early and died. So it's kind of like you, sometimes you don't know if the ground is good, you know, but still, mm-hmm. still keep sowing Just seeds, but also be, be very, very intentional about who you sow your time, your effort, your, your encouragement, your advice, your money into because all of that stuff, like all of that stuff is going to come, come back on you. And sometimes, sometimes it's a loss. Well, actually to me, it's always a win. Even the ones that stole from me, even the ones that didn't pay their invoice, even the ones that mm. I never saw again, even the ones that did not return. It's like, I did my best. So part mm-hmm. of the four agreements is always doing your best. Mm. No matter. Don't show up. Don't half but it. Always do your best. So when you walk away out the room, I did my best. And yeah. God still honors that. I say it all the time. There's people out here that's doing it. They're not the most talented, but they're doing the best and they still succeed. They still succeed. Wow. Wow. That was a mouthful right there. So what what is Black Girl Magic to you? Like what what when someone said black girl magic, what what is that to you? Black, I would say black girl magic is like I'll go back to my mom. Is my mother on a Sunday would make a Cornish hen or a chicken, you know, mm-hmm. the whole chicken. She would make mm-hmm. it on Sunday. We would eat uh, you know, maybe like the legs off of and the thighs. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she would strip it apart and she would uh put it with pasta. And then the next day, whatever is left, she would strip that, strip that down, 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 down. And that would be a, a sloppy joe or something. Like mm. that's magical that you could take this chicken that was on Sunday and strip it apart into three different meals. You know what I'm saying? So it's the resourcefulness of black women. It's the fact that I'm going to make a whole style, a whole mm. trend out of my edges about how I draw my edges. I'm going to make a whole trend out of my language. So it's the fact that we are always, always literally making something out of nothing. And the way that you know that it's super important and magical, that everybody comes behind us and steals it. And, you know, yes. now it's, it's become their word. You mm-hmm. know, something as far as like bling. Bling, bling was by uh, Lil Wayne and somebody. Lil Wayne. And they did not copyright it or trademark it. And once it went all the way through the hood and we love the word, it got into another community and then they took the word. And now you will see bling. I saw a bling in Hobby Lobby. 
on a uh, on some uh, adhesive jewels that was uh-huh. on the name of the thing. Bling bling. Yeah. Wow, wow. And you know, it's funny that you say about trademark because um, the accountability call that I'm on on in the mornings, the young lady that um, is you know that hosts the, the accountability call, she always talk about make sure you trademark your business whatever you're doing makes and you know that you're going to you want to make it out of something trademark it so no one will be able to take that name and just like oh, okay you know and use it and you know a lot of people do that even when people do that with um and i think i had a conversation with you about this um you know how you tell someone that you're doing something and then like they all of a sudden start doing the same thing that you was going you're going to do but um you didn't put effort into doing so they took it in and 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 did it so we i guess we have to be when we when we start something we got to be intentional about finishing it and making sure what what we put it out is going to be good soil good product good whatever so you can it can keep going and going and going and you also have to understand too i tell people all my clients all the time you can post it on facebook you can post on instagram you post on twitter but if nobody in the real world knows you if you Mm. haven't done business with real people or people are not speaking your name in places that you're not how far can it go you know so you have to make sure that yes you trademark you copyright it but yes you also it literally becomes your thing so if you're going to do the change at the 40, it has to be a change at the 40 conference. It has to be the change after 40 donated $100,000 to the Girl Scouts. It has to, that name has to keep going, keep going and keep going and keep going and live on in other spaces mm-hmm. um, for people to know about it so you can see real change happen. And the thing about change too is that you don't see it while it's happening. You don't wait. No. When you first get pregnant, you do not give birth the next day. Thank God. <laughs> um, but then um, you have to go through a metamorphosis. You have to go through pre- preparation. You have to go through nesting. You have to yes. name it. You have to imagine. You have to dream about it. And yes. then this, you, then you're holding the thing that started as seed. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. That's wow. You're speaking so like good stuff and very powerful stuff because um, I don't think we we put we don't think about all this stuff before we started. You know, it sounds good on paper. It sounds good when you, you know, presenting it to others that you're going to do this and you're going to do that. You never, like, I'm going to speak for myself, you know, and I said, I want to start a podcast. <clears throat> I didn't think about all the other stuff that comes along with this podcast. You know, um, I was just thinking, I wanted to share it my experience of what I experienced to change after 40 leading up to 40 with others but I didn't I didn't look at the advertising part of it getting um guests on my podcast um marketing you know logo xyz I didn't I didn't plan that all out and it makes sense of what you're saying you know like we, we just make sure what we're doing, make sure we have it all lined up together so it can flow. So big people can get, you know, you can donate. So somebody, you know, people get to know who you are, your name and, and everything else. So it all makes sense. Wow. Okay. 
you have anything that you want to? Mm -hmm. Are you multitasking? Missy. Barrel. No, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Can you hear um, me? I can hear you. I, I, I can hear you. Okay. I was saying, did you have anything that you wanted to input? Oh, oh, uh, no, I mean, as far as like what you just said, no, I'm completely behind you on the fact that, you know, it, it, everybody makes it look so easy. You know, you see podcasts and you're like, oh, I could do that. Or you see, I see it all the time, actually. And sometimes I get very angry. <laughs> so for instance, there's, I'm just going to be honest. There is a, somebody that I actually used to design for from time to time. That mm -hmm. is a singer, but she also started making merch and the merch looks just like some of the things I could make. And she um, submitted her merch and did the paperwork and she got her merch into a major store. And I know oh, the wow. font. I know that that color. I know that I know exactly how that thing was made. Mm -hmm. And so I was I, every time I see it on social media, honestly, I get very jealous because it's just like I am literally the Swiss Army knife of, of design and doing all this stuff. Yes. And I know how to do all this stuff. And this person took this one gift, this one thing. And she, it blew up. This one thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but did I do the paperwork? Did I copyright my information? Did I, you know, even go uh -huh. looking for places where my stuff can be in a store? No, I didn't do the work. And so she absolutely, um, all the success, I had to turn that around and be like, then I'm going to have to just go, I'm going to have to choose a different route and, and focus on one thing. Yeah. Um, so I too can have that type of success, if you will. And, mm -hmm. but it just initially made me angry because I was like, dang, it's such a small thing because I know how to do that, you mm -hmm. know? And I had to just really check myself about, yes, I know how to do all the things, but which one have I sharpened and cultivated mm -hmm. and actually submitted, you know? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. It, it does. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I have said, I have um, said this to you before, like, you're so talented, like, you know, just watching you, you know, when you're doing your little clips with, you know, re-singing different parts of um, plays and, um, or just your artwork that you do for your shirts and things like that, like, it's awesome, like, you should have been as target for Black History Month, you know? Because I think your stuff is powerful and it and it yeah. has a lot of meaning. That's what I was it. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So I mm -hmm. I just you know, but then that's there we go where we have to encourage each other. Like you have to say, girl, it's not you now, but next you know next year February, you could be in Target, you can be in Coles, you could be in J.C. Penney's. Macy's you know have your whole display so therefore that's why I, I want to go I, I was wanted to do this to let people know and other women out there that's listening you may not be going your business may not be striving the way that you wanted to right now it may not be like just going out of sales and everything right now but just keep encouraging that person that is out there and that's, that's really up to the top as what you say, like what is really the top, um, but just keep motivating them and because you pouring good energy into them. So 
somebody's going to pull good energy into you to, to motivate you to get to where you want to go. So I just think if we keep doing it with, for each other, it's like a cycle. Like, you know, I'm going to motivate you, you know, even though I want to be up there too, but maybe it's not my time right now. So you know what? Let me just motivate whoever I can motivate. Just be positive to whoever I can be positive to right now. So when my time comes, I'll get that same support and same energy when it's my time. So I just, I just think we all need to learn to, to keep it going. Hello? Hello? Hello, I apologize for the interruption, um, but we had a problem with the internet and we got disconnected with each other. So we're going to um, the second part of the podcast is from where we started from the first conversation. Once again, I apologize and thank you for tuning in to the Change After 40 podcast. No matter what, like congratulate each other no matter what you know even if we're not the one that's getting to the top right now even if we're not the one the one that um merchandise or things are in someone's store you know but still congratulate that person until you get to where you want to be with your business or podcast or whatever the case may be i just feel like we need to congratulate each other and motivate each other no matter what, you know, and a lot, a lot of women are not doing that, you know, mm-hmm. if it's not all about them or, you know, but I guess it, it, I guess that goes back to your circle of, or your surrounding of friends who you, who you with, you know, sometimes we have to re, re, uh, what is it, reevaluate our friendship, friends and, and circle of people that we're connected to. Yeah, because my childhood friends, all of them are teachers, every last one of them. And my college friends, they, for the most part, all of them have had, they have real jobs. They, You know, I'm not saying my job's not real, but they have jobs that have been at 10 years, five years. They've moved up the ladder. Some of them are millionaires. I have one that's retired. Um, And so we don't have the same conversations I have with my friends who work from home on the computer all day. But they have their place. So if yeah. I want nostalgia, if I want support for my kid's birthday or something or a funeral, it's my college friends. If mm-hmm. I want to go home and if there is love that just is boundless, that's my home friends. But mm-hmm. I, but my home friends, my college friends and my friends like with you, they don't, yeah. it doesn't mix because they don't understand. They love mm-hmm. me, but they don't understand why I don't have a regular job. They don't understand like how long you can continue to yes, have all this freedom, but struggle, you know? And so it's really important that I don't have dreaming conversations with people that ain't dreaming. Yeah, and that's funny that you say that, you know, they, you know, people ask, you know, um, how long you gonna, what you just said, struggle until you get, but you could be on somebody's job for 10 to 15 years and still be struggling or not where you wanna be in your career or business wise so why can't you take that same struggle and energy for yourself like why is that such a big deal because um 
I mean, we learned that with the pandemic. Two two times that my jobs in the past revealed to me they don't care nothing about me. It would be holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I there was many years I didn't go home when, when both of my parents were alive. That I didn't go home because I didn't have the money or I couldn't get off. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'd have to do all this these balancing acts to go be with my kids if they had a play or something, or if they were sick. Or I would have to straight up lie, which was many times if I wanted to be off for an event that I knew wasn't a part of the funeral, sick day, blah, blah, blah. I would have to literally like, all right, on this day, I'm gonna have to be sick. When I worked at this um, trampoline park, they never let us off. Like we always had to work Saturday because it's trampoline park for little kids. And Uh so in one year, I think I got one Saturday off. So um, I knew that there was a concert I really wanted to go to really bad. I had planned, I bought the ticket and everything. So what I did was all week long mm-hmm. before the concert was coming up, I didn't eat lunch. I didn't let them see me eat lunch. I ate in the bathroom. I just said, well, I don't feel good. The whole week. So when it got to Saturday, the day of the concert, mm-hmm. I said, y'all, I'm coming to work, but I'm not staying long. I don't feel well. And it was like, oh, okay, you can leave early, which never happens. They've never said that on a Saturday. And then I left early and went to that concert. <laughs> you did what you had to do because I and and uh, I had asked to go to the Essence Fest and I asked three four months ahead of time please can I go because at that place I didn't make my own schedule they made your schedule please can I go please can I go please go oh we don't know we don't know and then three months down when it got to May still no answer so I started vehemently looking for jobs then I finally found a job in June and I told the people that the new job I can start it was two it was a week after Essence I can start on this day and so then mm-hmm. I put my two weeks notice in right before Essence. Literally, like as soon as I was getting off, I was going to New Orleans. And yeah. the blessing of that was that was the last Essence Fest. That was 2019. Wow. wow. I would have been furious if I would have missed the right? last one. I know, I know, I know. Wow. But um, I just thought this topic would have been good to, you know, to talk about <clears throat> with it being Black History Month and, you know, just... I just want us to be good. I want us to be great because we, we have so many um, good African-American women, African-American women that is just like awesome. That's just doing the thing and just like paving the way for others and just motivating others. And it's just like, you, we could all do that for each other. We don't have to be this big celebrity. We don't have to be this, um, big motivator speaker and, and everything you can be just that girl at work and you know just encourage the next person to go ahead and apply for that that position you may not be courage you know you may not have the courage to apply for the position so you know give the other person the courage to, to apply until you can get yourself to, in that space to to apply for whatever you want to you know, sometimes um, I know before I turned 40, I was looking, look, not looking at other people's life through Facebook or whatever. Mm, I know it's it a lie. It's a lie. I know. I know <laughs> it sounds crazy, but a lot of us do it. Um, and I'm just like, hmm, I haven't been on nobody's job for 15, 20 years. Ooh. Like, what am I doing? What am I actually doing? And then I had to sit back and realize, girl you you're doing good you're doing really good in some people you know like you need to you need to praise yourself and encourage did you say 20 years 
You haven't been, you haven't clocked into a job in 15 to 20 years. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I mean, let me rephrase that. I haven't been on someone's job. You know how most people have been on their job 15, 20 oh, years? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me either. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, people have state jobs and county jobs that they've been on for 15, 20 years. Oh, no, no. I, the longest I have not worked is like two years. And that was, that was because I just, trying to um get everything ready you're not ready but my my little one you know with school she was in daycare and they'll call you know a lot of jobs don't like for you to miss days or whatever so that I missed two I haven't worked in like two years you know that was a while back but I was just saying like leading up to me being 40 come turning 40 I was um beating myself up saying girl you haven't been on no like you're not been on a job for like 15 or 20 years you know someone's job for 15 and 20 years and then I was just like you know I have my own business like a lot of people don't know a lot of people think I just do podcasts or whatever I actually have my own business me and my mom are business partners we have an agency you know so I was just like you know I need to co- congratulate my own stuff like you, you're doing it it's just that I don't put it out there you know, brag about it or talk about it and whatever the case may be. But um, we, I guess, I don't know. It's just like, we we encourage a lot of other people, but sometimes we don't encourage ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm that one, I'm that person. I will encourage you. I will support you. But then again, I'll be like, um, talking myself out of you know just not doing this or not going just like it's not going anywhere but you know therefore I have my my group of people like you say you have a group of people that you know who to go to for encouragement you have a group of people for where you know you want to have a pity party you know who you listen listen you want to have a pity party let me tell you about that pity party (laughs) there I I I had I've just added this to my schedule in the last year or so like I said you said you had took two years to raise your baby where you didn't work well I have had two I guess two years if you will mm-hmm. with me being an entrepreneur and I just recently started doing part-time work like physically going back to an office but mm-hmm. there was times when I would get sad that I would literally throw myself a pity party I would go get cupcakes and I would eat the cupcake and I would just go ahead and let myself be sad and something else I do too because I work for myself is that mm-hmm. I'm always going through ideation uh, edits and publishing so mm-hmm. let's say like what it mean when me and you worked on your logo what mm-hmm. is it that you want what colors are you thinking I go and make it you say okay change this change this you change it and then we publish it I do that mm-hmm. over and over and over again in a day with mm-hmm. other with different clients and just with life and so sometimes it's hard for me to get started because I know once I get started I'm gonna go down this four or five hour maybe a week process of doing this stuff so I started adding piddling to my schedule you know what piddling is right mm-hmm. so you know like I started just like let myself do nothing and nothing may be scrolling nothing may be going to filet nothing may be watching my favorite episode nothing may be laying in the bed before I yeah. get started because what I saw was I would get started on a project and I just couldn't get it done yeah so I had to incorporate doing nothing which is really a way to deal with anxiousness 
Yeah. And uh, pr- uh, what is it? Imp- imposter syndrome and perfection is that that's the way that I've guided myself through having to show up and perform. And even though it's just me in this apartment, having to perform yeah. all the time and having to pour my gift out all the time and having to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I completely understand about the pity party and who to call, but sometimes you really, 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 really have to allow yourself to go through the emotions, to allow yourself to oh, name wow. name what it is this is. What is it that I'm so upset about? Oh, it's fear or it's rejection or it's anger. Or I'm remembering a time where I felt it. So in my body, I'm tired or my friend calls them depression naps um, that she takes. But wow, you have to- that's, that's deep though. Depression naps, that's deep because um, you, you can find yourself that way really quick, you know? And what you said, um, Wow, a lot of that what you just said that was really deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry if I cut you off, but no, that's okay. It's just wow. Sure I can hear you. And then fear. Fear is my. That's my thing. Like I, I, it's and when I go back and I ask myself, what are you afraid of? Like what, what, what is it that you're so fearful of? Are you fearful that? You're gonna really make it, and what you ask God for is gonna is He's He's providing for you. Are you like what is it that you really? What is it that you're so fearful of? And it's just like sometimes I have to sit back and say, you know, you're not fearful. Like you know, it's not that. And we was talking about this part in my um accountability class um group and Bible study. It's sometimes um, it's just lazy, like laziness. And it's not lazy to where you don't want to work or, or whatever the case may be, but we allow all these other things that we say, okay, it's, we're, um, we're feel fearful or depression or anxiety. No, it's not. It's like you're in your head so much to you're going to cause yourself to be lazy, not follow through the project and and things like that so it's just like I don't know this is this is just life I guess you know it's sabotage it's sabotage it's self-sabotage we self-sabotage and so when you talk about fear you talk about because I liked how you asked yourself the question you said what is it are you afraid of so what I try to do is because I deal with fear like I said all day long will they like it are they going to pay me? Are they going to show up? Are they going to tell somebody about me? Because I literally live, I, I eat my ideas. I drive my ideas. I pay my bills with my ideas. I clothe my mm-hmm. children with my ideas. I, mm. that's, that's all I have. And so I'm, and then, and God just sends people to me. But when you said the question about the fear, about what are you afraid of? Afraid of. And most time people at, think they make a list of worst case scenario. I started making best case scenario. What's the best thing that could happen from this thing? Or it's always a best case scenario. So if I don't get the deal, it's kind of like failure. Failure is good because you figure mm-hmm. out a hundred ways to not do it. And then mm-hmm. like the story, oh, my favorite story is about the lady who, um, it was years ago. She was divorced. It was a long time ago. Divorced. And she all she had was this typist job. And back then typing, well, no computers. You had to know how to type. You had to know how to do all the things. And she was terrible at it. And so, but she also was a painter. So she would bring her paint to work and paint over her errors when she would mess up. And she kept almost getting fired. And her boss was like, I'm so tired. 
are you like not getting this right? And then she just went ahead and was fired. And when she went home, her coworkers kept asking about that paint. And so she um, went ahead and started making the paint and are sending it to them. And that's the person that created Whiteout. Oh. You know, Whiteout. And so, yeah. but think it, about it. It literally, it literally. That we don't use no more. <laughs> we don't use it anymore, but she's still a millionaire, a gazillionaire. But, yeah. the, but the thing about it was created. Oh, I can. Dang. It was created out of mistakes. It was yeah. created out of her frustration. It it was the, the, that frustration was the thing that was good for her. That problem. Mm-hmm. If you become a problem solver, if you know how to start conversations, if you know how to gather people, if you know how to create, if you know how to change atmospheres, people will pay you millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. So 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 right. So right. Wow. 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 I'm just like, and I and I love your energy. I love. You know, and I know you be like, oh my God, this girl don't know who I am. We never uh, met before, whatever. <laughs> huh? What you I'm say? I'm used to it. I'm used to it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, but she's so talented. Like, this, she is like a one stop. You know how you go to a, um, a store and they do painting, they do uh, printing, they do editing, they do this. That's you. Like, you're that all in one person. And it's just like, and she could, and when I found out you could sing the other day, I was like, this girl Bye. voice. We well, see you. You probably don't think so because you know you always, you know, even with you just playing around and just doing your little clips or whatever the case may be. But it's just awesome. Like you, you have a message within yourself. You know, just listening to you and um, when you do your show on Saturdays, what is, what is it called? Oh, on Black Home Pivot. Yes. And you guys be talking about some real stuff. Those like, girls are really, brilliant. They are. They are. And it's just like, you all have this, this, you all have the different energy, but you guys just like, oh, like they really talking about what women, African-American women or just women, whoever, go through period that we just don't talk about nobody wants to talk about those things but right. you know you find yourself people want to talk about um what bag they have what shoes like i don't want to talk about that i want to talk about real life issues and things things that's going to help me for later in life like i like talking like you said one time on your show that you like talking to older women i love yeah. talking to older women because guess what you go learn the best knowledge from older women like my aunt she passed away in the beginning of the, the pandemic. Like that was my, that's my mom's sister. Me and my mom are really, really close. My mom was my best friend, but me and my aunt, my aunt, that was my heart. Like I had best conversations with her. Even my aunt that passed away before had good conversations. My mom's friends are older women, the best conversation. And it's like conversations that stuck with me. I can remember them telling me well you know when you get married go go through x y and z so it's like you know what they already prepare you for mm-hmm. later in life but it's uh, it's up to you to to inhale that knowledge inhale all of that the conversations that they're giving you and it's just like awesome I, I love um older women they they give off good good advice it's just up to you to take on take on the 
advice and knowledge that they give to you. Like I want to be around people that's talking about Listen. stocks and bonds and um how many you know this is gonna motivate me to be the best me yes. and I could be and my daughter can see that she could be the best individual you know she don't have to depend on anybody else she don't have to you know you get out there and you make it happen you know yeah yeah I feel the same way like it makes me really emotional when I think about all my childhood friends mothers thank mm-hmm. god who they all still here you know a lot a few of our fathers have died my dad died my best friend's dad died when my baby was uh, a, a newborn well not even mm-hmm. newborn she wasn't even born yet but um but those women, I, every time I go home, I literally sit at their feet and just listen to them talk for hours. And the uh-huh. best thing about being 40-something and they, them now being 60-something is that they tell you more of what was going uh-huh. on when you were young. And it's just like, oh, I didn't let you go play at this person's house because this, 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 and this. Or Girl, you know, we yeah. couldn't tell you this because of that. And it's just like, uh-huh. what? Yeah, or, you know, and my mother is the most open she's ever been about my dad now that he's passed. And I'm just like, wow. So I have wow. I, and I, I, you know, I'm really, really missing home. I'm supposed to go home in a couple in, in April. Um, okay. But I really, really miss it. But one of the things and I and I run myself wrecked. I'd be going from house to house, house to house, house to house, getting all the love, all the attention. Uh, being yeah. Baby, being baby, because I'm like, I need this to go back out and fight in the world. Um, but you do. The, mm-hmm, you really that, do. Because. That, that's I'm, I'm most, glad you said that. Mm-hmm. You need that 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 knowledge and that encouragement from those older women so you can go back and fight. Not fight, literally fight the world, but somebody come at you, but they already prepared you what you can say to that person, how you can treat that person without them even knowing that you're treating them different or you being different towards them, you know? Like right. my aunt used to say to me, she say, um, no, my grandmother, she's, when we used to go visit, and I'm like, grandma, why you always have me in the kitchen? Like, I don't want to be in the kitchen. She said, girl, and she said, girl, she said, baby, you're going to be somebody's wife, or you're going to be somebody's mama. So you, you need to know how to cook. When my mom and my dad taught us how to cook, you know, at an early age. But when we used to go visit my grandparent, my grandmother, she used to have us in the kitchen. My grandfather would try to teach you how to drive without your parents knowing. It's just like, you know, those things. This generation, this new generation, they're not going to get that unless you have that old, like that person has that older person that gave them that knowledge and you're being raised with someone with an old soul. That's how they, they just missing out on so much. No, you're so right. Much. You're absolutely right because I have, my mother was raised by a woman, my, not a woman, her mother, who survived um, the Great Depression. She's born in 1920-something. Is that right? Is she born in 1920-something? Yeah, she's born in 1920-something. And my my mother was born in 1948. So that, wow. And she was the oldest of nine. So they can cook. She can make scratch from scratch. So my mother, of course, could cook. But when it got to me, I was so loud in the kitchen. Dancing and sliding. And my mom was like, get out. So I never learned how to cook because I was so annoying. My brother, mm-hmm. however, he learned how to cook because he wanted to learn how to cook. And mm-hmm. my dad was a really amazing cook. So he would sit and learn and chop vegetables. How'd you do that? And I'm talking about as a young child. And now mm-hmm. he can like throw down. And I'm like one of the few children out of all my dad's children that can't cook. 
But if I tried to, I probably could, but it just never was something I loved. But it has been a hindrance as a mother of girls because I have my yeah. children want to learn and I can only give you what I know how to do, which is them same three meals. And now they can do it. I'm like, God dog, now we all on the same level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We have to but teach them early. We have to you teach got them. to. But I gotta go into another meeting. Okay, no problem. And I thank you for um coming on to the podcast yes. again. I really love it. I love your energy. I love everything that you do. I just pray to God continue to bless you. Thank you. And everything. And um we have to do it again. Maybe I come on your platform or however yeah. and one day we will meet in person one day we will meet in person everybody but, comes to atlanta so i'm like if you're coming through atlanta just let me know <laughs> okay i will do that and once again thank you for um being on my podcast thank you i have a good one you too i'm gonna send Bye-bye. you 